You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello America and welcome to Talking Pets with your host John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talking Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talking Pets, heard coast to coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talking Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is animal expert Barry Siebold. Here to answer your medical questions and your behavior questions about your pets at 866-606-8255. That's 866-606-TALK. The show is produced by the ever-so-popular and famous Mr. Bob Page. Wow, famous? That's awesome. What's up, Bobby? I'll take that. Have a happy new year. Happy new year to you as well. The show is also produced by Zach Booten at Business Talk Radio Networks. When you call in, you'll speak with Zach, and he will put you on the line with us at 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. We're going to be speaking with conservationist Mr. Uh, Environmental Ed. We'll be speaking with him about the bird kills and the fish kills going on around the country. So stay tuned for that if you have a comment or a question. Pick up the phone and give us a call. But once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebel. 866-606-8255. You're listening to Talking Pets. Baby, can't you see? I'm calling. A guy like you should wear a warning. It's dangerous. I'm falling. There's no escape. I can't wait. I need a hit. Baby, give me it. You're dangerous. I'm loving it. Too high, can't come down Losing my head, spinning round and round Oh, do you feel me now? And once again, Happy New Year. You're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebel. How you doing, Barry? I'm doing good. How are you? i got to ask you, you know, we have Environmental Ed joining us, and um, i got—I just got to say, you know, before we introduce him, do you think the world has become toxic? Yeah, I think it has, actually. There is definitely something going on. There is, and you know, it, it's kind of scary. It is frightening. And we're gonna get in, we're gonna get into all that. We're gonna find out what environmental Ed has to say about all of that. Right. But before we, you're do gonna that, make me go straight to the bar after here, aren't you? Yes, because I'm gonna be just freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's no longer 2012. I heard. I know. Did you hear that? Yes. It's actually in May. Yes, I heard that today. As a matter of fact, um, Eric was the one who informed me of that. Yeah, they said, according to the news out there, that there's a 
scientist, a civil engineer, actually, that says the end of the world will happen on uh, May. What was it May May twenty first? I think of twenty eleven. I, I heard that. that yeah, I think it was May twenty first. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure. Twenty twenty one seems to be the twenty one seems to be the the date. Yeah. You know, December twenty first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. But, you know, uh, Mr. Bob Page, our producer, has a story for us before we introduce Mr. Environmental Ed. So we're going to find out a little bit about what's going on in the news with all these animal kills. Very peaceful. Like nature. (laughs) (laughs) This is that music that you just want to sleep to. (laughs) Well, you know what? If I got to die, I want to die in my sleep. So (laughs) thank you. Very very environmental. Hey, is this the apocalypse? A sign of things to come or just another day at the office. With the talk about its environmental update, I'm Bob Hage. First, the blackbirds fell out of the sky on New Year's Eve in Arkansas. And in recent days, wildlife have mysteriously died in big numbers. Two million fish in the Chesapeake Bay, 150 tons of red tilapia in Vietnam, 40,000 crabs in Britain, and in other places all across the world. Blogs connected the deadly dots joking about the aflocalypse, while others saw real signs of something sinister maybe even biblical or environmental. The reality, say biologists, is that these mass die-offs happen all the time and are usually unrelated. Federal records show they happen on an average every other day somewhere in North America. Usually we don't notice them and don't try to link them to each other. They generally fly under the radar, said ornithologist John Wines, chief scientist at the California Research Institution, PRBO Conservation Science. Since the 1970s, the U.S. Geological Survey National Wildlife Health Center in Wisconsin has tracked mass deaths among birds, fish, and other critters. And at times, the sky and the streams just turn deadly. Sometimes it's disease, sometimes pollution. Other times, it's just a mystery. In the past eight months, the USGS has logged 95 mass wildlife die-offs in North America, and that's probably a dramatic undercount. The list includes 900-some turkey vultures that seem to drown and starve in the Florida Keys, 4,300 ducks killed by parasites in Minnesota, 1,500 salamanders done in by a virus in Idaho, 2,000 bats that died of rabies in Texas, and still mysterious death of 27,550 seabirds in California. That's a lot. On average, 163 such events are reported to the federal government each year, according to the USGS records. And there have been much larger die-offs than the 3,000 blackbirds in Arkansas. Twice in the summer of 1996, more than 100,000 ducks died of botulism in Canada. Maybe we can blame technology with the internet, cell phones, and worldwide communications. People are noticing these events and connecting the dots more. The irony here, though, is the mass die-offs. Usually of animals with large populations are getting the attention, while a larger but slower mass extinction of thousands of species because of human activity, is being ignored. Reporting for Talking Bets, I'm Bob Page. So there's a lot going on out there around the country. And, you know, I've been watching the news and I've been hearing my, you know, the things out there. And I saw where on Anderson Cooper, who I called yesterday, by the way. Um, oh, really? Not available. Oh, um, figures. <laughs> but um, he had Kirk Cameron on. So they went to the religious Kirk side. Cameron? Yeah, because he's. Wait, know, I saw that. A devout Catholic. What? what? Kirk Cameron also said. You don't need to be calling me every no, time yep. because I'm I'm not going to be the conspiracy religious guy. Right, but you know what he said? Call a veterinarian. Exactly. <laughs> he, that's exactly what he said. 
Well, I want to introduce Mr. Environmental Ed. Hey, Ed, how you doing? Welcome to Talking Pets. Good, John. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you also. So what's your take on this? I want to, I want to find out what, what a, you know, first of all, before we go into the break, I want to find out a little bit about you. Can you let America know who is Environmental Ed, what you're all about, what you do? Oh, environmental, I don't know if we have enough time to go through all that, John, actually. But, okay, put um, the mirror down and come synopsis, to the A synopsis. <laughs> Give us a synopsis. <laughs> oh, basically, I, got, I have around 30 years of experience in uh, natural resources and natural resource conservation specifically and, you know, in a variety of fields. Um, and we all know what practical experience amounts to. Plus, I have an education out of Penn State University in environmental resource management. So, you know, I've been involved in the field for quite a few uh, decades now. I hate to admit, but that's true. <laughs> We're all getting old. So, um, been involved in a lot of experiences, and um, hopefully there's always something you can pass along to others that's to their benefit, you know. So, basically, that's, that's about it. What, no, I, what else can I answer for you? Now, I know, actually, if people want to ask you questions off the air, you are on our website, TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com. On the show info, you'll if you click on that, you can pan down to where it says Environmental Ed, and you can ask him a question on the website. So if you have any questions about the environment or maybe about your own property or your backyard and you've got, whether simple or extreme, you can ask Ed a question on our computer at TalkinPets.com. No G in the talking, by the way. And, and I, do, I do welcome, John, the audience's questions. I mean, there's... Um, there's always the source of information there. If they're willing to utilize it, I think maybe I can provide them with some answers. Cool. Well, I know, actually, um, you've helped uh, a friend of mine build a pond up on their mountain, and so you've dealt with a lot of fish and introducing fish into the pond. And I want to ask you a couple of questions about all these fish that washed up on shores around the country as well as the birds that fell out of the sky. But we're going to take a little break, so when we come back, we're going to continue on with Environmental Ed. If you have any questions or comments about what's going on out there in the world, or maybe you want to put some input about the latest that you've seen, give us a call. 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. Once again, we're speaking with Environmental Ed. This is Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Seawold. 866-606-8255. 5,000 dead blackbirds rained from the sky on the first day of the new year in Arkansas. Then more dead birds fell in other states. Then huge fish kills were discovered in multiple U.S. waterways. And suddenly, it became a worldwide phenomenon, with reports of mass die-offs of birds and fish in Sweden, Britain, Japan, Thailand, Brazil, and beyond. 866-606-TALK. This is Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. At Petco, we really love pets. There isn't anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. So when you ask us a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter the code LUCKY10, L-U-C-K-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. Celebrate your special occasion and give her this classic semi-eternity band created with one carat brilliant diamonds channel set in 14 carat white gold. Exclusively yours from ice.com. Free shipping over $150, free returns, and 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to ice.com and use promo code ACTFP and get 20% off your purchase. 
or use promo code ADTFP and get 20% off at Diamond.com. Ice.com or Diamond.com. Get 20% off from Pet Life Radio. This year, Americans are expected to spend a jaw-dropping $36 billion on their pets. From lighted leashes to high-end spa products, the discriminating pet owner can find just about anything to pamper his or her pet. Hi, this is Michelle Fern. Join me every week for Best Bets for Pets, where we'll talk about the latest pet products and talk to the companies that make them. Best Bets for Pets, every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Francis Fisher. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Who is she? What does she do? She starred in Titanic, the James Cameron film that was the biggest grossing movie of all times. Yeah, but which one was she? She played the mom. She was, uh, oh, I know and which one she was. She was drowning victim number 34. No, she actually survived. <laughs> And, and she's, she's Rose's also, mom? And, right. Rosa? That does not sound like her at all. Yeah, that's her. And also um, Clint Eastwood's ex-wife. No way. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to Google this later. I like Frances. She's a sweetheart. She's very sweet. She was so mean <laughs> on Titanic. You wanted to use the female dog word, didn't you? No. I would <laughs> never disrespect anybody like that. John, right. Okay. On. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 866-606-TALK 866-606-8255 I'm John Patch I'm Barry Siebold We're speaking with Environmental Ed Ed, I, you know, okay, to get on to the questions here I um, want to find out You know, I, I talked about You know, there was all those birds that Let's start with the birds They fell out of the sky in Arkansas If I'm driving down the street And I see, like, hundreds of blackbirds hitting my car I'm going to begin to worry <laughs> So, I mean, what is it? They said in some movies there was frogs that fell out of the sky. Or something, and that has happened in some countries. Okay, how do frogs fall out of the sky? Trees and stuff like that, I guess. I don't really? Know. It's not really? like they fly, but, really? but blackbirds. Really? You know, really? So you folks have to uh, understand that with the World Wide Web, web these days, there's, there's so much exposure to everything that happens like compared to what it might have been 30 years ago. So information is a wonderful thing, but it's so accessible anymore. And the reason I say that, I know, for instance, some of the bird occurrences, they are doing tests on those birds. And I know some of the birds, like, for instance, the preliminary tests showed, like, bruises on the breast and um, basically uh, signs of trauma and things of that sort. So I, I think with all these um, animals and that, they, they basically need to do some tests on them and do some more additional studies. There, there has to be a reason for it all. Yes, it could probably be pollution. It could be air current, current changes. It could be many, many things. Um, why it's happening, you know, this time of year or this time of the season is a difficult thing to determine. But I think we'll see more come out on this in the next week or so. Well, I'm just hoping that there's not more birds falling from the sky. Is it I mean, the end of the world? Well, I, mean, I, 
That's the theory. I mean, people are saying, you know, we were talking about Ed, there's this guy out in... Um, Do I, I believe need to take is, my vacation time? Yeah, really. <laughs> I think he's out in San Francisco, a former civil engineer, Harold Camping of Oakland. Um, he does a family radio show or something like that. For almost 70 years, he studied the Bible. And he was saying where the Mayans were saying that the world was going to end on December 21st, uh, 2012... But now he's saying no, that is incorrect, because he's a mathematician and civil engineer, so he did the numbers, blah, and he blah, said, blah. May 21st, this May, 21st of 2011, will be the end of the world. Now, some people are saying the end of the world, some people are saying the end of the world as we know it, which could mean a lot of different things. Um, what do you think? What's your take Well, you know on what, that? John? Uh, 2YK came and went, and we're still here, so I exactly. guess my answer to that one. Um, you know, as far as pollution uh, impacts on the environment... Yes, you know that's ongoing. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you see, uh, you see it all over this world at this point in time. And it's funny. Um, I had a chance to talk to you today because just recently, you know, there's been um, a lot of discussions about our water and our water, our quality of our water, and, and the quantity of our water. And you know, there's a lot of people that feel that that's going to be the next major problem in this country and maybe this world will be clean water. Well, what about that aspect? I mean, back to the birds real quick. I mean, I had heard that the last thing that they said, somebody blew off fireworks and these birds were roosting and they took off and they slammed into trees and towers and houses and cars. Whether well, true or not, who knows? They could have gotten disoriented, but I would think also you have to understand that if it was a pollution-type event, that those birds would not die in that quantity at one time. You know what I'm saying? Personally, it, I think it's aliens, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're in the minority there, John. <laughs> but the other thing, I mean, hey, they did see one over an airport in China. So, um, granted, they might have been all drinking, but they did see one. Um, but, no, I mean, besides the birds thing, too, when you were just talking about our water systems, that's very important to us, of course, is to have clean water. And there's so much going on with our oceans and with our natural waters, our, you know. And what about that? I mean, the supposed global warming. And, first of all, can you explain what global warming is to people? Well, you know, global warming is just the temperature, the overall temperature change we're seeing um, over a period of time. And basically what they, the meteorologists do is they a analyze that temperature, you know, the lows and the highs, and then they go with the average. And basically what they've been saying is the average temperature has been ri uh, rising, which means that we're turning into an overall warmer climate. And, and that would have an effect, obviously, on, for instance, if we did get that get a 10 degrees warmer, say, arbitrarily, you know, how much would that do to the ice pack, and what would that do to the coastlines? It would have to have an impact. You know, right. you would have additional liquid water, and, except for the frozen materials, right? So there's, you know, the warming effect, um, you know, the jury's still out on that one, too. I mean, basically, uh, you know, how how's that going to affect us in the short and long term? I guess we're just going to find out, aren't we? I mean, it's going to be a matter of time, but... There's many things we can do to make for a cleaner environment, and the green, the green uh, approach is leading that in the right direction. But Well, I think, actually, I mean, if people look at the world in a green aspect and say, hey, I'm going to be environmentally friendly, there's nothing wrong with that. But, but, but if you're going to run around pulling your hair out and screaming, oh, the world's going to end on May 21st. <laughs> we heard it on talking Pets. <laughs> Is it too late for the green movement now? Oh, no, it's never too, never too late for that. You know, um, Bottom, bottom line is, like I said in the beginning there, keep in mind that we're a worldwide society anymore. I mean, there's so much access to information, and it's only it's at the tip of your fingers. So keeping that in mind, you know, people have a, the possibility to educate themselves better and try to do the right things, too. So, 
Well, there's a lot of religious bloggers out there, and there's one site on the, in the Bible that they're quoting, which is, I think it's Hosea 1-3. The land dries up, and all who live in it waste away. The beasts of the field, the birds in the sky, and the fish in the sea are swept away. There's some truth to that. Well, the land hasn't... <laughs> the birds are flying. Although we still have oceans, so the land hasn't dried up. So, you know, it's, you've got to look at the whole statement and its text and what it's meant. So, I mean... Seriously, there's possibilities that, you know, things like that can occur and could occur, but I think, like I said earlier also, let them do their tests, the scientists and that, and come out with what they find to be the problem and then go from there. Well, I think bottom line, no matter what you look at it, whether it's aliens, conspiracy theories, you know, the government, it's, it's spraying or something like that, or they're trying to kill off species or whatever's going on, I think if we actually look at it and the fact that we live a better life and take care of the planet that we live on, that's a good thing. But if you're going to run around and say, oh, the end is near and I've got to spend every cent that I have and go out and do this and do that and don't care about life, that's the wrong way of looking at it. That's correct. So I agree with that. So um, don't go away, Ed. We'll be right back. We're speaking with Environmental Ed. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Seawold. If you've got a comment or a question, we welcome it. Pick up the phone. 866-606-TALK. Don't forget you can watch us live on the web as well at TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com. On the top of the homepage, you can click on there, and you can uh, just click on Watch Us Live, and then you can go right to our webcam. You can chat with us in that chat room, too. And if you don't want to come on air with us on the radio, you can give us your opinion in the chat room. 866-606-TALK is the number, 866-606-8255. Don't forget, if you want to ask Environmental Ed a specific question about the environment or something going on in your life, you can do so on our website as well under Show Information. Just click on Environmental Ed. But once again, this is Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebel. 866-606-8255. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash Lucky, L-U-C-K-Y, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's seven-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florop.com and use the code LUCKYS20 at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P dot com. Code word L-U-C-K-Y-S and the number 20. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seat bags and sleeping pets in their full upright position and prepare for takeoff. 
Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So, get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. This hour's Talking Pets news from the USA Today. Here's your host, John Patch. Out of Panama City Beach, Florida, animals at Zoo World have some fun with uh, donated Christmas trees that were covered with the peanut butter, cereal, and fruit roll-ups. The animals also got wrapped presents under the trees. I don't know, Barry, did you wrap your Christmas tree in peanut butter, cereal, and fruit roll-ups? <laughs> Um, yeah, no. <laughs> no, sorry. That's an interesting Christmas. Uh-huh. In San Francisco, California, wildlife officials have seen a slight rise in the shootings of ocean mammals in recent years. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration said there were 43 reported shootings in coastal waters in 2009. All were sea lions. Nine more than 2008 and 14 more than five years earlier. Out of Fairbanks, Alaska, the Alaska Dog Mushers Association got a good turnout at its Animat Challenge Series event. At temperatures warm to freezing. Now, the Fairbanks Daily News Miner reports that 26 mushers and ski jars showed up. Now, six turned out a week ago when temps were about 55 degrees colder. Barry? In Omaha, Nebraska, Nebraska will be issuing new license plates featuring the state bird and flower. The new plate featuring the western meadowlark and goldenrod was selected last spring through an online poll. Out of Honolulu, Hawaii, the state is inviting hunters to help control the goat population in West Kauai. Now, permits will be issued free on a first-come, first-served basis to those who have 20,011 Hawaii hunting licenses. Now, the area for the hunt covers part of the Pu'uka Pele Forest Reserve. I actually think I said that right. Uh, hunting will be allowed January 6th through the 7th, 13th through the 14th, 22, uh, 23rd, and 29th through the 30th. In New Holland, Pennsylvania, Lancaster County Police said a boy drowned after apparently falling into a partially frozen liquid manure pit on his family's farm. Police said Josiah Martin, four, was playing with two siblings and a neighbor child when he apparently wandered off and was later found face down in the eight-foot deep pit, which was surrounded by a chain-link fence. Obviously not all the way surrounded. And once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebold. 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255. That's a number to call with your pet questions. We're going to be open to your medical questions and your behavior questions shortly. But right now, we're discussing what's going on in the world with the animal population with environmental ed. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. 866-606-8255. You've got an opinion. You can also watch us live on the web and chat with us on there as well. If you want to say hi at TalkinPets.com. No G in the talking. This is Talkin' Pets. Ooh, 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 
Now, according to what that's saying, the world is not coming to an end. No. If you walk like a man. Yeah. Maybe they should start <laughs> singing like men. <laughs> what is that? I like that. That's a Jersey boy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> See, you get that high. I don't think I, just I could did. do that. Ah, yeah, see, I can't do that. It's like Edith Bunker. I need your voice. Archie! 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 Insanity has set in. 866-606-TALK. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebold. The men in the little white jackets are waiting for you at the front door. We're speaking with environmental Ed. For chirping birds. There you go. Okay. They're coming to take us away. Chirping boys. There's no more tripping birds. They all fell from the sky. Ed, don't you think that's just a little freaky, though? Because And you were talking about that in the news media, that it's so prevalent right now because you know, there's radio shows, there's television shows, there's Internet, there's bloggers, there's this or that. Everything's going on. There's cell phones. Everybody can text each other. Um, you can watch whatever you want on your cell phone now. But with all that going on, it does make it a lot more easier to say, like if Barry's walking down the street and, you know, an iguana falls out of the tree. He can call his friend and go, I just got hit with an iguana. Well, then it's going to go to this one, and it's going to go to that one, and everybody else starts talking about all these different animals. Then it's going to be how the iguanas fell. Right, and, from... the, and the story changes. Yes. But my point is is that with the prevalence of news out there, it really is getting more and more attention, isn't it? Oh, it certainly is. Like I said, it's a world informational system these days. I mean, it's access to all types of information, and an occurrence like that, and the widespreadness of it, I mean, basically, um, you, you know, I watched something earlier myself today and they were talking about how these occurrences have happened in the past you know but they just weren't maybe as visible john so you know maybe that's a a nail written in the head there i'm not sure but you have to admit though it is a little strange i mean when they're saying that they found i mean granted like we're saying this one calls that one that one calls this one this country calls that country and that country calls the other country that says that they you know all of a sudden all these reports come in in specific areas about all these bird kills and fish washing up on beaches across the countries. and But the only thing, though, is that why Arkansas? I mean, <laughs> I mean, what's in Arkansas, you know, other than maybe it was fireworks that killed Nothing. these birds? But why wasn't it everywhere? Like, well, I, I live in Tampa, Florida. You're up in Pennsylvania. I mean, it's like, why do you not? Did you see any birds phone? I hope not now. There's actually one out at my pond right now. And he <laughs> looks very well alive. <laughs> I, I do know, John, that some of those birds that, fell from the sky were of um, species that like to flock together. And the point is that um, maybe they were somewhat in a migratory-type mode. Maybe they had become disoriented. Maybe those fireworks had something to do with it, you know, as far as scaring them. Or even the the smoke in particular matter could have had an effect on them. There's a lot of variables here. But then again, again, you go back to those tests. I imagine they're doing some tests on these birds, and we'll know more here in the in the future here a little well, bit. Well, you did say that they found, like, bruises and stuff like that on the birds that they tested. Yes, um, you know, I've read that, yes. Yeah, because they um, they flew into things. I mean, if I run into a brick wall, I think I'm going to have some bruises on me as well. Correct. You know, and that would almost seem to lead you to believe they were disoriented, and then they basically crashed together, just like people would at a concert. You know, if you were in a hurry to get out, I mean, you'd be banging into each other, and you'd get bruises, but... Um, so, like I said, you know, I think when the tests come back, we'll see what additional information comes out here in the next seven to ten days. Well, it's 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 like the National Audubon Society said there there may be more reports of dead birds found around the country. As soon as one of these things hits the airwaves, people are just more sensitive to seeing dead birds around. So you're going to see more reports because people are going to be coming across dead birds and an illness. There, I mean, I remember years ago on the show we've been doing the years selling uh, uh, celebrating twenty years now on on the air. Um, 
and there was like a duck kill, like all these ducks. I think it was up in Pennsylvania or something that died, and they found out it was like an illness in the duck population. And that happens from time to time, correct? Oh, yes, viruses. You know, viruses can invade different types of fowl, and that can cause a problem. But, you know, uh, one thing you can think back to, John, I know you come from the anthracite coal area, and um, so do I, and the bottom line is our, so our grandfathers at one time when they used to deep mine coal, probably few people know this, but they'd take a canary down in a cage. And the reason they took the canary was because the gases in the mine would if the canary fell over, basically, they knew that the invisible gases were a concern. You know, it's kind of like an early warning signal. They had no meters and anything back in those days. So you know, it goes. the reason I say that is it goes to show you how susceptible they are to minor types of pollution. You know, so that there may be some merit in what happened here, and I guess we'll find out. What do you think about it? And we were talking about global warming, too. Like in the fish kills that are washing up on the beaches, and, and you know, you do see dolphins that are washing up and whales and so on and so forth. But what about like cold stress? Is that a factor? With, I'm sure that is. You know, fish will go to different levels to avoid traumatic temperatures, but uh, as you get sudden changes in the, in the uh, weather currents and, and if that affects the tides and et cetera, et cetera, like that, maybe sometimes they can't get out of it quick enough, and that has a shocking effect on them, and they just kind of get caught in the fire before they can get out. You know, I'll tell you, the other day I went out to my fish pond here in my foyer, walking into my house, and all my fish were gone. It sounds like you've got a bird problem. It wasn't aliens, (laughs) it was a raccoon. Oh, well, okay, you got a man. (laughs) He ate all my fish. (laughs) Raccoons will do that, too. Really? What's your remedy for that one, Environmental Ed? How do you keep a raccoon away from your ponds? The bottom line, you've probably done it. You know why? Because his food source is now gone. Well, that doesn't help me. If I put more fish in there, he's only going to come back. And That's you know, the, correct. The strange part about raccoons, though, they don't show up in the summer or the spring or the fall. It's always in the coldest times, in the winter. That's, well, they're hungry now. you know, yeah, and they're, That's when I lose not, my fish. Yeah, they're not hibernating, basically, probably, especially in your neck of the woods. and um, you know, They're not hibernating, so they're out looking for something to eat, and they're opportunists. They're going to take advantage of anything they can. You're going to put some chicken wire around that thing, John. You literally had to see me... Um, you literally had to see me actually um, going out there because this one raccoon came climbing down this tree, and I went out there with my flashlight. And I must have looked like a fool at 4 o'clock in the morning, chasing this raccoon up the tree. Got up on the roof of my house. I tracked you it down. You got up on the roof no, of your house? No, not at 4 o'clock in the okay. morning. The raccoon did. <laughs> and then I tracked him. He went to the back part of the house. So I went back there, and here I am. You know, it's like 4.10 in the morning, and I got the flashlight in my hand, and I'm looking on my pool cage, because my pool is all caged in, and I'm looking, and I look, and I'm like, where did he go? He's got to be around here somewhere. (laughs) It was like a cartoon. (laughs) I just want to know, what were you doing up at 4 o'clock in the morning chasing the raccoon? I was watching him come back and get my fish. (laughs) And so then all of a sudden, I'm out there with the flashlight. I point the flashlight above my head. He's sitting above my head, literally on the pool cage, right above my head. And all of a sudden, I look up, I shine the light on, and you get these eyes looking down at you, and I bounced him in the butt with, with my flashlight. He pooped on me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, he's probably laughing at the whole time while you're trying to do all this. No, I Stupid think, human. I think I shocked him. So I think that's why he took a you-know-what, a number two. But anyway, back to the original wow. part. So you think that the fish kills, the birds falling out of the sky is partially a natural thing? Yes, I do believe it's uh it could be partially natural, and then, again, like I said, until you have the test to confirm one way or the other, you're really you're just speculating, you know, until we have some additional testing done, and then they may have a better idea from there. But 
Um, you know, Mother Nature is a, a fabulous thing at times. It provides us with everything we need to survive, and then the other side of the coin, it, she can really take it away pretty fast. So, Well, that's just it. You know, that's why we need to be good to Mother Nature. We need to take care of her because she can take it away with the blink of an eye. That's correct. So, Well, Ed, I want to thank you for joining us. And, and uh, once again, if people want to talk to Environmental Ed or ask a question, um, he's been doing this for 30 years, and you got a question for him about the environment or something going on in your backyard, uh, you can go onto our website, TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com. Click on Show Information. You'll see Environmental Ed there, and you can ask him a question. He'll answer it for you online. Ed, thanks so much for joining us here on the program, and hopefully we get to talk to you again very soon, and hopefully before May 21st of 2011. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thanks, thanks Ed. John. That's uh, Environmental Ed. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Sewell. So, Barry? John? Have you noticed any? You know, I do have some dead frogs in my foyer, but I think that's because they're frozen. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to go out there on the break and just look around because, you know, I was kind of in a rush to get here today, so yeah. I kind of ran through. So I, I saw didn't... you flying up the, yeah. the walkway. Well, I got stuck in traffic. I couldn't help it. Okay, right. There's all those birds all over the highway. There was. Well, you know what <laughs> Hillsborough Avenue is like, you know. And... Right, right, right. Okay. 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. Now, dealing with the clinics and stuff like that, you had birds coming in that you always t- took oh, care yeah. of. But birds, that's one thing with birds, though, too, is people need to know whether it's a pet bird or a wild bird, they don't show signs of illness. No, 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 no. They, you know, one minute, everybody says, well, it just happened overnight. They were fine yesterday. Today, they're at the bottom of the cage, blah, blah, blah. Legs that's in the their, air. Yeah, that's their natural instinct because in the wild if they show a sickness they're probably going to end up being somebody's lunch so they hold it as long as they possibly can that's why you have to be really diligent if you own birds and make sure that their their routine everything that they do on a regular basis they're doing every single day 866-606-8255 this is talking pets talking pets we'll be right back after a short pause well four to be exact There's a movement afoot, ShoeBuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code LUCKY, L-U-C-K-Y, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. question what do i want what do i need i'll take affection i reach mention i need time i need love i crave attention Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions, where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, 
What were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> phone give us a call you got any questions we want to talk to you about your pets at 866-606-TALK 866-606-8255 so barry in your new year's what did you do did you have a good new year's eve i did actually i'm I, partake I don't want to in know the details. New Year's <laughs> celebration. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember much of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you said it, so yeah. I, neither do I. I was in New York City, actually. <laughs> oh, you went to. You I didn't were... have to drive anywhere. We walked. Uh... We took cabs, so I was responsible. Did you go see Snooky? And I'm not a drinker, but <laughs> I was a mess. <laughs> uh... I looked like a homeless person on the side of a movie theater. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't drive either. I did the responsible thing and the worst, all that. But... The worst part is my phone, which I have that, which I love. I have that Droid, and it takes videos. Mm-hmm. So I took videos where I was at. That's all I remember. <laughs> but they <laughs> were all over the place. You I got saw, to review it the next day. <laughs> I saw people flying by and ceilings and everything else. So I, I apparently must have had a good time. Until we well, went to eat, then well, that's when I had difficulty. <laughs> but you can't beat New York City. I love New York. I obviously I do, too. I obviously did not have as much fun as you did. But, yes, I had a really good time. I was with some really good friends, and we had a, we just had a, we had a ball. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I know most of your friends, so I hope yeah. you had a good New Year. So. Oh, yes, very good. But um, I think actually we might be going uh, to uh, Westminster this year, finally, after a couple of years, because since I had the heart attack and the surgery and stuff, it was difficult for me to go anywhere. But um, I think we might actually be back in New York in February for Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. Oh, my God. And February's my birthday. <laughs> Look at how wonderful that we'll is. We'll call you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. I see where the love is now. That's okay. You heard this first. You know America. I love you like my yep. luggage. Uh-huh. The luggage that you left at home. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> you can't any take more than one bag these days. It's sixty dollars. <laughs> Do you have any hookups in New York? Um, you know, I could get some really quick. Yeah, that's a no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to like you too, Bob. Okay, I'm out of here. Bye. <laughs> um, you know, there's. Did you make a New Year's resolution? No, because I can never keep them, so I just didn't even bother this year. I heard uh, Lady Gaga did. She actually made it. She <laughs> she made one to stay away from Michael Vick's dogs when she's wearing that raw meat dress. <laughs> that was probably a good one to, to make. That. Where did you get those from? Cheesyoneliners.com. Oh my God, that's awful. Well, the other one is uh, Michael Vick's uh, about to adopt a Zuzu pet. Do you even know? <laughs> wait, wait. Do you even know what? No, a I have no idea. <laughs> it's a Zuzu pet. I've never heard do of you? such a thing. Yeah, they're toys. Well, that's what I figured because yeah. it's not alive. Yeah. What is he going to do? Knowing Michael Vick, like, he'd probably kill the battery. And take care of it. Oh, and... I was going to say, what is he going to do? Keep yeah. the batteries out of them or something? Oh Lord. <laughs> well, this one has nothing to do with animals, but I like it though. Katy Perry to teach the letter G, not R, on Sesame Street. <laughs> 
<laughs> Actually, Elmo found out he's not just a puppet. He really is a boy. <laughs> oh, my. 866-606-TALK. I don't get it. 866-606-8255. Someone needs to explain Tell that. a lie, Barry, and you'll figure it out. R-rated, G-rated. Oh. <laughs> Got it. Ding, ding. Got it now? <laughs> we went over Bobby's head. That's a rarity. Oh, no, I know about the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think he got the R and the G rated, the letters. Yeah. Okay. Now I get it. Yeah. 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 It, it takes me a little bit. I'm blonde. What can I say? Eight six 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 zero six talk. Eight six 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 zero six eight two five five. Well, pick up the phone. And give us a call. You know, when we were talking about the bird kills and stuff in environmental ed, and we talked a little bit about pet birds. It is important because you were saying that they don't show illness very um, quickly. I mean, they kind of just die. But a lot of times. But a lot of times it's like you got to be careful because what you feed them, I mean, you are what you eat. I mean, look at America. America, it's a known fact. I mean, careful. look at the biggest loser. I mean, yes. I mean that there's a lot of heavy people on there. And they even said, I, I like that show. I'm a fan. I do, too. I watched it for the first time the other day. It's a great a show. Fact. And, yeah. But they talk about how many people are obese in this country. Well, it's the same thing with our pets. If you look at the owner and you look at the pet, you got a fat pet most of the time. Well, yeah. I mean, and you look at birds, they don't know what they're feeding them. They're feeding them everything off the table as well. Sunflowers. See. Well, yeah, you know, sunflower seeds and stuff like actually, that are fattening. Actually, you know how normally we say don't feed your dogs and your cats off the table, but with birds it's the opposite because there really isn't a known dietary formula for birds. So basically, but you can put them on a pelleted diet, which is if you can get them better, to, to which eat is it, better, it's yes. a good diet. If you can get them to eat it, that's the Correct. thing is you got to switch them over to it. And, yeah. and a lot of birds they're going to go for the candy, which yes. is like you're saying the sunflower, sunflower seeds, seeds and stuff and, like that, which oh, is fattening. Yeah, exactly. It's like eating a Snickers bar twenty four seven. Me with a heart condition. That's like going to McDonald's every day. Right. Sorry, McDonald's. I do love you, but you're not good. <laughs> <laughs> and here comes a do 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 do. Hello, lawyer. Exactly. <laughs> but um, no, they're not. It, it's bad for you. I mean, you're better off at Subway. You know, not that they're sponsors of this show in any way, but I wish they were. But, I mean, they are better for you than McDonald's. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you got to be careful about what you eat and what you feed your pets. Correct. So, so the thing is, is that, you know, seed's bad, pellet's good. Your office phone is ringing already. I hear it. No, that was in your head. Uh, veg- <laughs> vegetables and all are good, yes. right? Oh, yes. But yes. not avocado for birds? Not bad. avocado, bad. Because that's fattening, too, for yes, them, right? Yeah. But it's also toxic. Correct. So... And no alcohol, whether it's New Year's Eve or anything like that going on for your birds either, or any pets. Well, you shouldn't even drink alcohol, you know? True. I mean, come on. True. Well, you shouldn't eat chocolate, too, because that's toxic for yeah. humans as much as pets. Hey, Wait. hey, easy, easy. I know. You got to take gotta, away my beers, but I need the chocolate. You got to live somehow. <laughs> All right. Well, in this hour, thanks for joining us on Talking Pets. But as we talked about the bird kills and the, uh, and the fish kills, so the story of dead blackbirds raining down from the sky prompted some bizarre theories about the cause. Could it be aliens? Could it be noxious gases seeping out of the nearby New Madrid Fault, source of a massive earthquake in the area in 1812? Could it be sonic booms? Could it be fumes from a gas plant in Mississippi? The government spraying over Arkansas. Who knows what it could be? I still think aliens. But, um, anyway. (laughs) I think they abduct them. They don't kill them. Time to probe. 866-606-TALK. I'm John Patch. (laughs) Very simple. And you over there. Bob And a thanks to Zach Rudin once again. Thanks for joining us thanks, in this hour Zach. of Talking Pets. Talk again very soon. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.